episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and we are down in the living room today um, having a guest in the house, uh, one of the few times. Um, it is Monday. It is foggy and cold in Marina. Uh, I was excited to see the sky the past couple of weeks, you know, the smoke being cleared, and now it's foggy, so I can't see it. But <laughs> I am here with the guest today, like I said. Um, this comedian I met in Santa Cruz. She's done the my comedy show in Salinas a handful of times, and I've seen her around at a lot of the open mics. It is Molly Steen. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good. And uh, how was your how's your drive down here? It was really good. During your intro, I thought you said I was I was enjoying I was waiting around to see the this guy, and I was like, is he going to tell some story about? Some like dude he had to go see today. I was like, how long is this intro gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just uh, yeah, it's. it's it, I mean, it's kind of overcast here a lot, but we could see it, was... it in Watsonville. Ruled, beautiful sky. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was fun driving through the fog. That road can be a little sketchy feeling sometimes, but well, on the one. Yeah, yeah. people can get a little nutty. Especially when it's like single lane when you go when you're driving past like Moss Landing. Yeah. It gets a little sketchy. It reminds me of uh, like Highway 17. Yeah. But not as as crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like a mild version. (laughs) Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I think the Corona Seltzer is just fine. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It uh, it holds up. I think that uh, I think that White Claw is like just popular because of name recognition. Yeah. And the whole it like, was the original too, right? Yeah, no laws with the claws and all that. No shit. laws with the claws. Wow, I've never heard that. No, oh, it's a Tre- <laughs> Trevor Wallace. He has like a sketch video. And okay, he, he's like he says he coined that phrase like no laws when you're drinking claws. Uh huh. And it's like I I heard that before I even started drinking White Claw. I just heard like no law with the claw. And it kinda, I mean, he's. It sounds like he's trying to make it sound like it's like four loco. It's not. It's not at that level. No. It's no four loco, man. If these had caffeine in them too, yeah, I don't. It'd be dangerous. I just had a Red Bull on the drive, so maybe I'm gonna get a little loco. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I love these seltzers. I took like a year and a half off of drinking. I was telling you, Mm -hmm. and so I like that was like, like I quit drinking, and then White Claws came out, and I was like, well, I guess I'll just never know. Oh yeah. But then I and then. They're great. I mean, this this it's, alcoholic uh, sparkling water thing. Yeah, I can totally get behind it. Yeah, it's like uh, it it is taking the place of beer for me, just because I feel like it's lighter. And yeah, it's, it's got to be better. I mean, I get judged. Ha- like, I don't know why people are so judgmental about seltzers. It seems like like dudes. Yeah, like they're like, like, come it, on, bro. It just yeah, it's like it's like a feminine drink is what I've like people tell me. I'm like, I don't. I feel like if I see a dude drinking like. A white claw. I'm like, he's not gonna hit me. You know, that's like a cool <laughs> dude. <laughs> he's got his wits about him. He's not. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't hate women. He doesn't hate femininity. Yeah, <laughs> he's like down. <laughs> that's the sign of a feminist now. Is just drinking seltzer. Yeah, it's, the bar is so low for you guys. You know. 
<laughs> That's all you have to... <laughs> just don't have a Bud Light. Yeah, just don't have a Bud Light, exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, so how, how have you been... I haven't really... We haven't really talked really since the quarantine I know, hit. I know. Well, I was like kind of fucked because my whole social life was like comedy. I mean, that's like I had lots of comedy acquaintances. I mean, I have close friends as well, but, yeah. you know, it was just like we kind of would keep in touch over phone. And so now it's like without comedy and I couldn't really get into Zoom shows, but I'm trying to get into them now. Okay. Um, get some gear like you have. I feel like <laughs> gear really elevates those experiences. Yeah, it yeah. makes a difference big time. And uh like i i haven't i've been trying to i've gone to some zoom shows mm-hmm. and i've like i'm just trying to get a, a grip of the format because it yeah. is so much different yeah and i've been trying to just write stuff that's kind of more for zoom because i feel like all my material is for bar shows yeah and it was it's just not going to translate yeah to well that's <laughs> i mean that's why i freaked out the first couple of times i did it because so much of my material is like so filthy and i was like i feel like i'm like a cam girl like i feel like i should just be doing this for tips like this doesn't feel like the right venue only <laughs> yeah exactly it's just, it would just me saying like <laughs> disgusting stuff yeah and so uh, yeah i kind of am like well maybe i need to go back to some of my old material i don't know pull out set lists but yeah i had some moments i put on a jacket and there was like a set list and a drink ticket in it i was like here. I oh, miss no. it so much. Yeah, the poet's done now. Like, Someone might buy it. Oh, really? I mean, whatever. It's rumors, but I hope they keep it the same. Like it would, it would be weird if it was any different. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, any yeah. different at all. I would just feel, I would feel uncomfortable. I would just be like, I, yeah. I can't do this. Like I, this isn't um, a rebrand. If they make it all like glossy. Yeah, if it, yeah, because it, <laughs> it's already like it already is doing like what's hip now is like it's like a fan. It's like nice beers. I don't know what you even call that. I don't know enough about beer, but like oh, it's like a brewery kind of where yeah. it's like like a craft beer. Yeah, place. it's like craft beers, and mm-hmm. even the cheap, even like the shitty what what they would you know what's in the same price range as like a PBR is like some fun Dutch beer or whatever. Like mm-hmm. yeah, they always had a new like rotation on the cheap beers that was like the they were like four or five bucks I think for yeah. And I always liked, I mean, I miss Larry. Like, yeah. Like, it's weird. <laughs> it's the first time in my life where I was like, wow, I miss bartenders. Yeah. <laughs> because they're cool to talk to. Yep. And, like, he especially was like, he's just so, like, he's, like, so welcoming. Yeah. Um, and he, he, like, you know, asks you how you're doing. And uh, he's really good at it. You know, he was, like, one of the people I was, like, excited to see. Not only the comics, but I would walk up to the bar and be like, what's up, man? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's... I'm, I'm hoping somebody buys it and keeps it, you know, the same. Like, a, down here in Monterey, there's a, a couple places that have closed, too. Like, I think Bowl and Bear is done. Mm. And uh, the coffee lounge, I heard, where we were doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rank, I yeah. think that place shut down, too. That sucks. Yeah, it's, like, where I started doing it, so I was pretty bummed about that, but... Um, there's a cool new brewery in town. The other brother brewing company is really cool. Oh, uh, and the the um, the Dust Bowl has like a really big like outdoor. I want to nice. try to talk to them about yeah, yeah. Because although I guess the outdoor shows like just got made illegal in LA, so who knows if that comes mm-hmm. for us? I saw that. That's yeah. that's upsetting because it's it's like if you're not gonna let us do it inside or. Like, why can't we do it and eat socially distance in the parking lot? I mean, I feel like the way I saw the way the comedy store was doing it and like the I think the Irvine Improv was doing like a drive in show down there. Oh, okay. which looked really cool. Like, uh, I I don't know. I don't know what to think about it because it's 
it seems like they're just trying to ruin any fun that we want to have. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's hard. It's like it seems like there are reasonable solutions, but then people are still not into it. Or, mm-hmm. But yeah, outdoors seems like, I don't know. I get why maybe it seems not great, but... Did you do the... It seems like it's working. You've done the um, the drive-in show in Santa Cruz. I've done the drive-in show a couple times. I mean, I've done the drive-in show a few times, and it's actually like the safest outdoor show. Um, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, people are in their cars. They have a mic for each individual comedian. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it just depends on the vibe. Like, if, if people want to, like, be a little more tight and keep their masks on the whole time, like, everyone will just follow suit. It's, like, kind of a little bit of a you know, comfort thing. And some people are comfortable with just distancing and having their masks off. And, you know, it's pretty respectful community. It's pretty small community. So you're not running into anything where it's like anything that's going to make you feel unsafe is going to happen. Like, I mean, you know, because it's the green room is just the corner of a parking lot. I was going to say, (laughs) when I was there, we were all like, we were all standing socially like distant in a circle, Uh just kind of like talking across to each other. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it would... It was exciting, though, because it was like, oh, man, this is like the first oh, yeah. time I've been around comics. Like, I don't even care if we're yeah. all six feet apart. This is cool. Like, I- <laughs> Yeah, it feels good to, to riff and gossip a little bit and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're trying to get into the Zoom stuff now. Like, yeah. Um, are you are you uh, are you going to like uh, like try to get into like hosting one or just having like just doing maybe yeah maybe producing one I mean I think I need to do a few shows and get comfortable first but yeah I'm like down to produce one um because I have you know I have like friends that are not abroad but you know around the country that I think would be like stoked to actually be able to see me do stand-up because I'm not super good about I don't have a clip or anything I mean I'm just like never have been big on promo I didn't have a Facebook for like the first six months which honestly like I don't know. I highly recommend it for new comics if anyone is new. Obviously, things are a little different right now, but I think keeping a low profile at first is good. Like, there's only so much hustling and networking you can do. At a certain point, you have to just be like, grind on the writing, and mm-hmm. but it works different for everybody. Well, and and like you, the the like quality after I bet if you keep a low profile, then you would start posting stuff like you'd already right. People have. are like, she's new, and I'm like, no, I'm six months in. Ha ha, tricked you. <laughs> No, that's cool though. Yeah, I like what you're saying about people that, you know, you have friends, you know, uh, like across the uh, country or like out of state that would be able to tune in and see. Like, that's kind of the appealing thing to me is a lot of my like friends and stuff I know are in Washington. And oh, yeah. They've only been able to see like uh, the few jokes I have up on YouTube or um, like if one time I went live on Instagram and like sent everybody, a, you know, when I was going to do it so they could. Yeah, you know, watch me do a set. But that that's like the cool part about Zoom that I have been thinking about is like you could have people from anywhere watch you. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. I've seen some of the lobbies uh, when I get into the shows. There's like sometimes like 40, 50 people in the Zoom. Yeah, that's like, great. And the laughter is like there. And uh, like it, I, I always like turn away from my mic kind of because I don't want to be just like laughing hard into the mic but there's been some good sets i've seen on zoom so it's i like i was really judgmental about it but now i'm kind of you know like six months into quarantine i'm like well maybe it's cool maybe i should try to do it (laughs) at first i was like fuck that shit i don't i'm not going online to do jokes well i had like a remote job too that first like month two months and so i was kind of on zoom all day already okay so it was like didn't feel very fun to like go on zoom again but (laughs) now it's just like I'm not unemployed. I'm like furloughed or I'm not even furloughed because I'm being paid. I don't know. 
things are good right now, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knows when the offices are going to open or if I'm going to run out of the money, but yeah. You were, you got a new job, right? You right. Were, yeah. I was doing, doing the, the yeah, I was doing yoga and Pilates teaching and then like I had just transitioned and was starting this job as a receptionist at a law firm okay. on March 16th. So I went to one day of work and then the shutdown happened that night. And, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't go back to work for three months. So my second day of work was after three months. And then I worked for another month. And now I'm just not going into the office again. OK, so I mean, that's that's like perfect timing, though. You get one day in and then. It shuts down. That's yeah. Like, well, and because I think the way it works, like, I mean, it's like, how much should I really be talking about this? But like the PPP loans, like since they're paying me with that loan, um, it's free money or no, it's a grant. It's free money okay. unless they let me go. Then they have to pay it back. So it's just like I think I'm like pretty locked in right now because they're paying me with this government money. So they have to keep me. Otherwise, they're oh, going so to have to pay the government like, back. You're just getting like extra stimulus. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm getting paid half time, but it's okay. like. It's still doable. I mean, that's that's better. Than, yeah, that's better than, you know, it's better than like just getting kicked to the curb for sure. Yeah. Sorry, I'm bragging. If anyone out there is like having a rough time. I got in trouble. Uh, one of my friends was who's like really she's in San Francisco. And this has definitely made her a little bit of like an agoraphobe. Um, she was like, you have to stop telling me about all the socializing you're doing, which is like, by the way, it's not a lot. I mean, like, it would mm-hmm. just be like, I, I was like, I did an outdoor show and I don't even, like I was telling her, I did an outdoor show and I'm not even 100% sure it's like something I'll keep doing. And she was just like, wow, is stand-up worth other people's lives? Oh my God. And it's just, the, and she was like, you have to stop. Till I told her about something like fun and social that happened. She's like, you ha- it's like you're bragging. You have to stop bragging. Oh man. But whatever. I mean, yeah, it's hard. People are handling it differently. I mean. Yeah, I know, I know some people that during the quarantine uh they were, they just didn't, they wouldn't leave, period, like, to go anywhere, like, would have stuff Not delivered. even, like, the store and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. They were, like, having it delivered, or they were, like, you know, doing the online shopping, then they would send, like, somebody else in their house to go pick it up or something. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I've been having to go to work the whole time. It really hasn't, the only thing it's affected me with is not being able to go do comedy at the open mics. Yeah. Or, like, go hang out with people, mm-hmm. but, I mean... Besides that, I still, it's, it's weird being at work and then going like out to like, if you try to go grab lunch or if you go to the gas station, you like kind of forget because it's at work. Work feels, feels normal kind of. Yeah. Like work feels really, we're all masked up at work, but still it feels normal. Yeah. Like being around people like we're, yeah, we like, they distance each other in the warehouse and like I, I kind of work like in my own little space, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's been a lot of people, a lot of the like executives and stuff work from home. And so there's like communicating with them has been like the only real like struggle. But yeah, it's been interesting to like have it be normal and then have other people just have completely different. Like they don't leave at all. They haven't left. Like I think yeah. that if you I think that if you don't like like don't go out and socialize, it's still like super scary. Um, or, or you just don't believe in it. I know people that too. They yeah. Just I mean that there is an extreme where people are like partying in a way where you're <laughs> yeah. like that, like stresses me out <laughs> yeah. and I'm not the most. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the first night I hung out with cause like whatever, I was like dating this guy. So it was like, we would only hang out, but then I just like, I broke up with him. And so the first time I like hung out socially with people, like 
I was like in their house and it was like there was more than one other person in the room with me. And it I was legitimately like shaking. Like my body was just like, ah, mm-hmm. like this is so stressful. What's going on? And I mean, it's like fine now, but it, it was just very interesting, like how intense that, you know, and it was mm-hmm. like there was nothing weird going. Like I was still not even drinking or smoking weed. Like just the effect of being around people again was like. I had to just like totally recalibrate and and be like, this is probably okay. I mean, yeah, who knows how okay any of it is, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know because you you see stuff like I saw recently that like the Midwest it has like a big another big surge mm-hmm. of cases, which isn't surprising because uh, there was like I don't know if you saw like the footage of like people at Sturgis. Oh yeah, the Sturgis rally. They were yeah. just like everybody was just like no masks like refusing to acknowledge it and then you see like a couple weeks later it's like the way hundreds of thousands of new cases of covid all stemming from the sturgis and you're like i mean is sturgis in montana uh i don't think so i think it's oh i better look it up i don't my um i just i had a friend that was just out there and he was like yeah it was rough dude like dirty looks when you wore a mask anywhere south dakota south dakota yeah he drove through there and it's like yeah you people were like real upset if oh, you were wearing a mask speaking like, of wild. uh forbes has it we were just yeah coronavirus hospitalizations have more than tripled in south dakota after oh Sturgis rally so yeah i mean that is uh that is intense like and it's i just with with covid now it's just like i mean i we were actually my roommate and i were going to look at an apartment in monterey mm-hmm. and the landlord when we got out of the car he goes oh don't worry about that this is a no covid zone a no COVID zone. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what that means at all. That means. Oh my god! That was just like, uh, like no thinking about it, no talking about it, or he just feel like he could. Do you know for sure there's no COVID over yeah, here? Yeah, just like, hanging out. Uh, <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, but yeah, besides like the you know the drive-in and the Zoom like. Like, have you been, you know, you said you were doing some more photography stuff. You were trying yeah, to get into totally. That. Yeah, yeah. So are you doing like, uh, are you doing like shoots for people or are you doing like Well, I've landscape? done like a little, like, so there's NHS is in um, Santa Cruz, the headquarters, and that's like Santa Cruz Skate and okay. Independent and stuff and a bunch of skate brands. And so I've like just always wanted to work there. And I have like some fashion stuff on my resume and like production stuff. And I've basically just applied there so many times and they've never even called me back but I'm still holding on to this dream so I was doing some I've been doing some skate photography and then yeah which is like very fun um and I don't know I think I'm a little too chicken to do the videography because I'm pretty sure I would destroy my camera if I tried to (laughs) follow somebody on a longboard or whatever yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) I'm just sticking to the photography um so that I don't break my camera or my body but and then yeah just kind of like fashion fashion e stuff but more just like pictures of friends and stuff and is it something that you've always wanted to do like photography or is it kind of like kind of not photography specifically but sort of more like just production in general like I did um production design on a friend's like a couple their student films and shoots in college which is like you know like art direction or whatever like you know making making a studio look like an apartment or whatever or just general like styling kind of stuff um so definitely need basic photography skills to like highlight that but um more so just like picking out the outfits and the subjects and okay yeah yeah kind of just like uh what's the word for it um 
like storyboarding it kind of totally yeah storyboard color story all those keywords i was gonna say keywords. screenwriting but that's not what, no that's not i've done a little word. bit of that too i'm very guilty of like trying being okay at a lot of things and not sticking with anything so i guess i'm trying to stick to something but You're also a, a, i want to say jill of all traits a jill of all traits thank you <laughs> Um, jack of all trades i was like that's not that's not right you could call me a jack that's fine i would accept that um (laughs) um, what was i gonna say uh about that i don't know oh but it's the thing that's kind of nice now is that like you don't really have to specialize like people do kind of do everything i mean you do Mm -hmm. stand up and you produce shows and you also like produce your own podcast and they're all kind of like there's a like connective line like they all kind of relate but it's not like you're just a sound engineer or just a stand-up or yeah. just a, you know. A lot of it has just been like learning as I go mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which, I mean, it's it's nice to bump into people that like actually know something about it because right. uh, I just become like a sponge, like, you know, anything I can learn to improve it, like, like all this paneling and stuff, I... Like we messed around with this in Cowboy Rowdy, and that's how we figured out how to kind of eliminate echo and make yeah. you know something sound. Because yeah. I, I think a lot of people too, like you know, I've heard some people try to start their own stuff and they just do it with their phone on Instagram Live, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is cool, but I mean, if you want people to like continuously listen to you and come back, it has to have like some element of like quality or like like production yeah. put into it, like yeah. we were just talking about. Yeah. Like it's, I imagine that you know. Like the, I mean, you have, I've seen you kind of have that with like stand up or like when you host a show and something, you kind of put a little effort into like the flow of the show and who's going to go next. And yeah, totally. Which some people think, you know, and take that as like, she right. doesn't like me, but no. yeah, you can't just, <laughs> you can't just stand in the back of Rosie McCann's and give drink tickets to your friends and roll your eyes all night. That's mm-hmm. all I'll say about hosting. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there, there is like, I, yeah, you, you, you notice that, you know, you know, somebody putting like energy into something and like yeah. having that attention to detail. It's like, I think it's taken for granted and it's overlooked. And it's like, if, if it was as easy as you're trying to do it, we would all be doing it that way. Right. Like right. we wouldn't be putting this effort in for no reason. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's so funny, but it's like, even like people that do like TikTok and sketches, you know, it's like. I feel like people kind of want to roll their eyes and pretend like it's easy to go viral or it's easy to do that. But that's like, no, making content is it takes a lot of work. And it's mm-hmm. also there's like high. I mean, it's not really high risk, I guess, because we're all just like doing it from our own homes on our phones. So it's not really that risky of an activity. But just putting your, yourself out there is like, you know, yeah, a little I, risky. The more. Uh, yeah. The more control you can have over it. You're, you're hopefully going to manufacture that like somebody is going to actually like it and want to you know come back and watch it again yeah um you're from the east coast right well this has like been coming up a lot lately because that's sort of uh it's not a lie like i lived there for like i lived in new york for probably like eight years and i did kind of like i would go stay there in the summer with my sister because she lived out there in prospect park or prospect heights i mean um for a couple summers and then i went to college and stayed for um, some years after, but I'm actually from Fresno, California, Okay, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> I mean, I sort I don't, of, I've never been to Fresno, so I, yeah. I don't have any judgment there. You know, now it's like, <laughs> now it's kind of like, it's sort of changing where it's like, I don't know. I just went to school with a lot of kids from LA. So it was, it came up a lot and it would be, uh, sometimes 
I would be called Fresno like in a derogatory way. And oh, I was like damn. very, well, not derogatory, but you know, just like making fun of me. So like, I was oh, kind of embarrassed. Like, <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, oh my God, <laughs> how embarrassing for what you. Is, what is Fresno like? Like, what is the stereotype there? Is it? It's just kind of like white trash, but it's actually very like, it's actually pretty liberal and it's pretty diverse. And like the area I lived in was like, I mean, I went to like a socialist craft fair when I was a kid and my oh, okay. parents were socialists and like everyone that lived in the neighborhood, it's like college professors and the teachers and stuff. Gotcha. Um, but it's pretty white trash and it has like a suburb that's very... The suburb Clovis, like, used to have, like, the highest concentration of KKK members and, oh, like, damn. but also, like, very kind of also a diverse town and, like, lots of, like, gangs or whatever. Okay. So there's, like, a lot going on. But mostly people are just, like, I think for people from L.A., it's, like, oh, these sad weirdos come from Bakersfield and Fresno and we feel bad for them. I think any, this, the the stereotype I've gotten from people that, like come from LA mm-hmm. is it anything that's not LA and California is right strange. they feel that way about Riverside they feel that way about Azusa <laughs> they feel that way about yeah like I they're like oh like Monterey Bay the fuck, <laughs> the fuck? like what is yeah what is wrong with you and you're like I don't know dude I, I moved like yeah I only I only know this area in like San Francisco like I don't yeah I'm like slowly learning all these kind of stereotypes and like what people think of other sports spots of california like getting introduced coming from salinas at open mics yeah people would be like salinas huh what's that like i'm <laughs> like i don't know dude i've only lived there for You're a like year that, yeah it's <laughs> yeah. just where i live i was like it's cool i guess i mean uh yeah i, had, yeah, I think like, salinas is cool there's stuff to do i had like no opinions on it and then that's all that counts as long as there's something to do in the city i mean and that's what's so great about the salinas show is there's like the perfect amount of nothing to do and something to do where it's like a lot of people will come to the stand-up show because they're like, I want to do something different. Yeah. And, and it's so like the, all show up. You have like 70 people there because it's the coolest thing to do that night. Well, and it's like the start of the downtown bar run. Yeah. Cause there's, there's like XL right there. And then you just keep going down that main road and there's just like all the big bars in town are right there. So I think that it was like, people's way to either start a night or end a night. So we yeah. always get that rotation. Yeah. Like I remember some shows, uh, we would be hanging out and I'd be looking around like, shit, like there's like only like, you know, 20 ish people in the yeah, room. Yeah, at the start of the night. And then after like the second comic, it's just like packed. And it's like, oh, I should have started the show at like 930. But I never knew. It was like a, I would continue to I mean, to be probably part of it was just word of mouth. People would just be like, oh, just literally text so and so. You know, they're yeah. two bars down. Just tell them to come down here because this is funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, let me know if the comics are funny. I bet you that's a thing for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's like kind of depressing, but. But I, I mean, I always really loved that because when I started going um, to just like the open mics and the shows in San Francisco, I mean, the shows were all the producers are great. So the shows would always be like super packed and super good. Mm-hmm. But some of the open mics would be pretty grim. It would just be comics or it would be like nobody. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, because there's like so much shit to do in San Francisco. People aren't going to go to an open mic. People aren't going to sit at an open mic. You know, they're on their hinge That's dates or whatever. Of, yeah, it's kind of what. um like Zach Lord was saying when I had him on, he was talking about how the Santa Cruz scene was great for them because there was actually audience members at the open mics. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, I've been to, I've been to some like stuff in the Bay and I noticed that there's like nobody, like we drove, you drive like an hour and a half, <laughs> you two drive hours, an hour and a half. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, this is going to be sick. You know, we're getting out of town. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there. And then you get there and it's like, I mean, I, it's still there's like a couple people but 
there's it's just not what you expected yeah that's like the that's like the like most common theme in comedy i think is showing up and being like oh this is not what i thought it was gonna be (laughs) yeah this is not what i thought it was gonna be that's so funny (laughs) i mean like uh i think there was only really like there was good crowds at poet good crowds at rosie's Blue Lagoon was and usually Blue Lagoon good. Blue Lagoon was usually good. But kind of rough, like a little rough, a little dry. I only got to do it the one time, but it was like, there was like a handful of people I went to start and then it kept, they kept filtering in. Yeah. And it ended up being pretty cool. But besides that, yeah, like they're like Harag's, Harag's like the mountain brewery. That was, was a good show. The, when, I don't remember when it started to get like, I noticed it was like probably like six months ago mm-hmm. or, or I mean before six months before quarantine started. Yeah. It was like starting to get consistently. I think like school had come back. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big it was a lot of college students went to that show. And then yeah, there was a like, young crowd people would gather like out like what I loved about it is like seeing the people outside behind mm-hmm. the the patio just like standing there like listening in. Yeah. If, yeah. It was like really cool to like you could just feel the people kind of. There, feel the attention like yeah. gathering towards you. It was kind of sometimes like, oh shit, everybody's listening to me right now. <laughs> yeah, that was very like, yeah, it felt very, they're like right there. And you can also see everybody's face. I mean, yeah, that show was very, you feel like you knew every single person's reaction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had the worst set of my life. Oh my God, I forgot about this. I had the worst set of my life at that show. Um, Fred Reese asked me like if I was okay afterwards he was like are you okay that was not you because there was some like college student there that just like she just looked like she was 10 years old I mean I I have no other way to explain it like she just looked like she was like a 10 year old and I like I feel like a lot of dude comics don't care but like my material is so dark and like so sexual that like I won't do some of it in front of kids especially like it's one thing if there's like a four year old in the audience, but like mm-hmm. kids that are starting to get a little older, you're like, they're a hundred percent listening. Yeah. yeah they're totally li- like, <laughs> I remember seeing there's something about Mary and being like, Oh my God, like <laughs> what's happening and like taking it all in. Um, but yeah. And so I just like panicked and said one joke and ran off the stage. And then somebody oh, pointed no. out to me, they were like, she has a beer in her hand. And I looked over and it was totally true. She had one of those giant, you know, the oh, giant yeah. pints. And I was honestly like, I was like, maybe the giant pint like just made her look so small because the pints are like not normal. <laughs> They're like, this yeah, it's big. like, what is it? Eight dollars for a whole liter of beer. It's a on liter Wednesdays? of beer. Yeah. That's right. such a crazy deal. I got one <laughs> at a show one time and yeah. like drank it all before I went up and was like, oh, that was a big mistake. Like I. Oh, before you went up. Before I went up. Yeah. Did I you slur? I talked. It. One of the reasons I stopped drinking when I was first doing stand up is because I remember I had a set where I like slurred and I heard myself slur on stage and I was just like, this is not a good <laughs> look. <laughs> this is everybody knows I'm wasted. Hey guys, I'm, you guys ever know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look when people go up that drunk. Oh no, yeah, I've I think I've gone up too stoned. Oh yeah, that's always uh, funny. I fucking love that. I watched somebody, I forget who, at Rosie McCann's, just like, like they were like doing their set, but they were like walking back <laughs> into the corner like this, like turning away from everybody, just like, oop, just like shrinking away. Oh yeah, I. I smoked like a whole joint in my car, so I like hot boxed myself mm-hmm. and then got out of my car and went in and then I like I think I was they they called my name when I walked in. And so <laughs> and I had like, oh. I had no b- buffer. I thought I, I thought I was like three <laughs> comics. Like time. You know, yeah. I thought I had like an hour. Yeah. And then it was like, Oh hey, Michael Booth and I walked in just like 
oh no and I, I grabbed the mic and then I, I went completely blank and then I just started I tried to like just have new material come out right then because I was like oh I'm stoned I'll just like talk about oh good idea yeah great idea <laughs> it was so bad I was talking about uh this lady at Safeway mm-hmm. and how because at the self-checkout you can't buy booze right but there was this guy that would let me do it and so I was talking about how there's always that cashier that like he knows the rule but he also is he's not just one of those people that follows the rule for the sake of the rule you know he kind of sees the exception I was trying to riff on that and it was just me explaining the story and explaining how like I'm pretty sure that guy got fired because I told the lady that he let me do it yeah I think that he got talked to probably because I was standing like I only had like a six pack and I was standing in line and he's like oh come on dude it's okay and like checked my id and did it with me which i was like this makes sense yeah self-checkout you should just have somebody there to card you yeah um totally yeah it wasn't funny at all and people were so (laughs) confused they're like how is where's the punchline talking about yeah they're like where's the punchline dude and i didn't have one (laughs) um but yeah i've like yeah i've gone up way too high sometimes because i just it's like somebody offers you or like hey i got this crazy thing you want to go smoke it and i'm like yeah, that'll that'll help maybe like yeah, it'll make me more yeah. relaxed. But no, yeah. I'm really. I mean, who knows what it'll be like when things go back to normal? But not partying, I feel like, was really good for my stand up. Although sometimes kind of boring nights. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. That reminded me of like, you know how like you're in a well, I don't know. Maybe you don't know about this, but you know how you're in a relationship and all of a sudden you start seeing all the things that you're like, this person sucks. I got to get out of oh, here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sh- shoplifting thing or the beer thing reminded me of like, I like had shoplifted from Macy's one time because it's very easy. I don't know. Don't judge me. It's like <laughs> Macy's doesn't care. They don't give a shit. You could just hold. You could just as long as it doesn't have like a little beeper on it, you could just like walk out twirling Swing it over it your head. Like these people aren't being paid this enough. They don't now. care. Yeah. So I like had shoplifted like a shirt and like a dress or something from okay. Macy's. And I just like casually mentioned it to this guy I was dating. And he was like, I don't think that's cute. Okay. He was like, I don't really think that's cool. And I was like, well, whatever. Did he I was really like, say, I don't think that's cute? He was like, I don't think that's like cute to just like casually mention. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. It's just Macy's. So I, like, I kind of like brush it off because I was like, okay, like whatever. That's like, he has a different opinion of shoplifting. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But then one time we were in Safeway and these teenagers were like casing the liquor aisle and like figuring out what they were going to steal. And he was like, that's so cute of them. Like, I love that, Aww. that they're stealing. And I was like, hypocrite, you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute when teenagers steal booze, but when not when booze. you're a adult woman, not the adult woman you're maybe dating. Maybe it's because he couldn't wear the shirt or the dress or like, maybe the booze is like, for him, he could at least participate. Or like, booze is just more like subversive. No, it's just that's that true. anything I did was wrong. And <laughs> that makes sense. One of those. I Yeah, I notice uh, in relationships, I always... I notice that stuff and then I can't like I, like the thing that's the thing that I find wrong or I nitpick it and mm-hmm. then I can't let it go. It just becomes like all I can see of them. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's got to be a balance, I guess. But yeah, sometimes I, you're picking up on stuff that's worth picking up on. I mean, that's true, too. Yeah. there. I mean, I don't think this I was just being really picky, I think, or really yeah. weird. But <laughs> I was. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I don't even know if I want to say it. Just do it. You can cut it out later. I'm curious. Um, yeah, I I was dating this girl. She had a dog and I was kind of semi-jealous of okay. the dog. Okay. <laughs> because she would be here and it would be like late and she would be like, oh, I got to leave. 
because he's at home by himself. Oh, no. And I would just, like, we would be, like, you know, like, in the moment. Thing, yeah. And it would be like, okay, I have to go. And you're like, uh. Are you for real? Are you, like. Your dog can't hang out for a little longer? Mm-hmm. I was like, you're, like, it's like, it's like 1245. Like, yeah. You, you're, you, like, your dog is gonna. Like, dog you can, is you can leave in the morning. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, and. Yeah, it was like we got to talking about she sleeps in the, her bed with her dog, mm. and I was like, I knew that that was going to be a thing down the road. Yeah, because I yeah. just can't deal with that. I don't yeah. like pets in the room at night. I don't like it either. And so I was like, that's just going to be a big roadblock. Is yeah. that's going to come up if we ever move in together? I was just like, my mind was going down this road of like, yeah, I just don't think I could do that. But then I feel like. Most women probably want to sleep with their pet. I don't know if that's a no, generalization or th- not. Yeah, I mean, I guess it happens, but I, also, I don't have a pet, so I don't know. But I also feel like it does seem like a little too much. Like, it seems like maybe like every now and then. It's I don't like know. But people sometimes dog, people yeah. aren't very like, people just don't like train their animals super well. And they just like kind of spoil them. And that's like a pretty consistent thing. He was well trained, but it just... To me, it was just like... This it's is too much. Sometimes people with their... I mean, because I really do, like, I would love a dog. I think it would be great. But also, I'm not... I, I don't know. There, I hooked up with this guy for a while that, like, wouldn't... Like, he would let the dog stay in the room while we are having sex. And I was oh, like, the no. dog, like, is watching us. It's fucking creepy. Like, please put the dog outside. I mean, that was, like, would the last time. Would you just make eye contact like, with the dog sometimes? <laughs> Honestly, I think it just happened <laughs> once. And I was like, you've got to I think he did start putting the dog out of the room but it took some it, I had to like really fight uh, him on it and be like that's it's weird dude I've had that yeah like with an ex's cat like I looked over and it was just You're like why are you watching it was like man? on the nightstand just, oh, like, no. piercing into my eyes and I was like I it's feel too... so I feel so bad now like it's too gross it yeah. is it's like this cat's just in here it doesn't know what's going on or maybe it no, does. it knows. I think yeah. they know. <laughs> they may know after a while, you know. But like the probably the first time, they're like, what "The fuck is like?" They get like maybe they get scared or think maybe I'm they like, get I don't know. scared. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wonder so what pets funny. are just. Yeah, I wonder what pets like. I wonder if they just try to block it out or lay there or. Yeah, I was like, I like really can't believe it, but I do think I'm like a little too like. Not like you're not supposed to just say OCD, although I definitely have like a little bit of that. Um, and not even like high maintenance, but I'm just like too almost like a germaphobe, like just to like have an animal. I just can't handle it, I guess. I can't have them up in my business. I also live in a studio right now. Okay. So then it's just like if I had a pet, they would just like be on my shit all the time. They would just be in there, yeah. Yeah. And I just don't. Yeah, that doesn't much. sound, yeah, that doesn't sound fun. I'd rather just go out and socialize with other human beings and then yeah. come home. <laughs> Be alone. And then be alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want That's like the best part about being at home. Yeah. Is that is you're being alone. alone. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. This it, is like controversial. People are going to be like, you don't love animals. What's like, wrong with you people? Michael I Mall, love. You're insane. <laughs> I fucking hate animals. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I, I don't know. I like them. But when I was growing up, like I had a dog, but it was like. The dog spent a lot of time outside. And right, had, if you have a, a yard, dog yeah. If you have a dog like, run. Yeah, I lived on like 10 acres. So yeah. he would just like go and do his thing. He'd sometimes come back with like a duck in his mouth. He'd be like, holy shit, okay. where'd you find that? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he would he would come inside, but he had like his bed. And then he would go yeah. lay on his bed. And then he would come hang out with you, but he couldn't jump on the couch or nothing. Yeah. like my. But then you see other people where it's like, 
the dog is on the couch, the dog is in their bed, the dog is in their car, like all like everywhere. And it's it's hard for me to I'm just not used to that. And I think that's why I was so yeah. turned off by it. I was like, this is just a lot for me. Yeah, I had a friend in college that would like fully like make out with her Yorkie and I was like, what the Whoa. fuck, dude? <laughs> like, Get your tongue out of your dog's mouth. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That is weird. People that kiss their animals. <laughs> or let them just lick their whole face. Yeah, I'm like, that's like a... I mean, I don't mind a animal. couple like... Sure, like, sure. My friend's French. It just will, happens. Like, You're yeah. like, oh, that's cute, but get off of me. <laughs> my friend has a French bulldog and he'll like jump up and then he'll like nibble my ear a little bit. Sure. And that's like him being like, what's right, up, dude? Right, right. Yeah, he's like. But other than that, it's like like the licks, <laughs> just the like drool. Uh, you just smell like. I also feel like it's like a very white lady thing. So I'm like trying to come out hard against it. Like I'm like, I'm not that kind of white lady. This is not my stereotype. I am not that kind of white lady. I'm a white lady. Talking about <laughs> I smoked today. Did you? Uh, weed? Yeah. Oh, no. no. I... Did you have a cigarette though? Was that what that sound was? No. Um... Oh. You sounded guilty. Like you had smoked something. Are you lying? I'm not lying. I didn't smoke anything today. <laughs> Promise. I like just started smoking weed again. I'm not very good okay. at it. Yeah. Do you use a pipe or do you use? A no, pipe? I roll literally like the tiniest joints, oh, okay. like you know those Capri cigarettes that the I smoke sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's like the joint that I roll. Also, okay. Do you have a, like a roller or you do it by hand? No, I just do it by hand. Oh, sick. Yeah, that's. I mean, I was gonna judge you a little bit if you said you had a joint roller. But oh no, hell no. That's cool. Uh, I like joints. I like mixing. Um, a little spliff. Yeah. Spliffs yeah, are nice. So and blunts. Mm-hmm. I wish you could, they could sell those in the market right they now. Can't. You can't have tobacco. Oh. When I think it'll change eventually, but I think there should be a section in a dispensary yeah, that's where just you like can go get a blunt, a spliff. And you could get like fancy tobacco, like vanilla, yeah. sandalwood. Yeah. Because be right so now good. the blunts that they make, it's like, it's like a, a different paper it's like a hemp or mm, something like an yeah. all natural wrap yeah i didn't and even know that i like just learned that blunt like the wraps have tobacco in them as well oh really yeah yeah like a backwoods it's, yeah it's like an actual just straight up like leaf yeah that's and, so cool uh, yeah that's like the best way to smoke i love i love a good blunt or a spliff but yeah i wish that there was uh, yeah i wish there was a place that's so dumb i don't even get that because it's not like kids can buy weed like it's who are they protecting well and i feel like also, you can buy, is it 21 in California for cigarettes? Oh, maybe, yeah. Because it's 18, I think, back home. It's 18, like, everywhere, but California, I think you're right, it's 21. And you can't, yeah, so maybe, but I mean, can it's you buy the same weed? Oh, age. But you can buy weed when you're 18? No, I think you have to be 21. Yeah, you have so to do everything, except for porn. They let 18-year-olds do porn. But everything, I think that's so fucked up. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that, but I'm like, why is that? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it, but I was gonna say, <laughs> just like, putting it out there. Yeah, I hate it. I think it's some, really weird. There's some videos where I'm like, I don't, this isn't, I shouldn't. Retreat. I just keep scrolling. Like, yeah. Next. Like, yeah. why is that? A, yeah. This has 3 million views. Sketchy. Just, yeah. It's, it, yeah. <laughs> it's a big problem. <laughs> yeah. Big problem. Um, so I wanted to. Let's talk about... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm very... If anyone has made it this far into the podcast, which seems impossible. <laughs> no, I've, I feel like it's been a pretty good conversation. Okay, I mean, good, good. They might, they might be really judging us now for our 
for all of our Heck, takes, yeah. all of our stances, our, our hot, hot takes. takes. Yeah, our hot takes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just want to talk about the propositions, but I'll just talk about one because I'm sure it's too boring. Because voting is coming up soon. Voting is cool. I also feel like if you are like an able-bodied person, you should be a poll worker. And I still have to sign up to do it. But I think it's like very important. And I'm not one of these people that thinks like a full-blown civil war is going to break out. But I do think that things are going to get kind of like feisty at the polls. Like... Even in yeah, we're swinging farther and farther. And yeah, yeah, like so much shit is already happening. And even like in the, I think it was in the Pennsylvania primaries. There's some video of a dude like, yeah, a dude like straight up started punching a poll worker, like, because <laughs> they got in some fight. Because there's all these dumb rules. I mean, like, like I've been a poll worker a few times, and like sometimes people do get really sassy because there are like rules about like, oh, you can't wear a candidate's hat or t-shirt. Like that's like against the rules in a polling place and some people don't know and they'll throw a fit about it or like you can't um, canvas more than 100 feet away and like, okay, you have to go out. The, it's like the kit when, you be, when you're working at a polling place like comes with a 100 foot rope that you have to pull out and like tell people to shoe if they're like standing too close to the oh, polling wow. place and stuff. So there is all this little shit that can, these little things that can go down and like I can just see that this year some of those like little conflicts could maybe escalate in a way more annoying way. Yeah, I feel like Americans just don't like being told what to do, period. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, what how we're never gonna get anything done. No, we're gonna be horrible. we're gonna have the coronavirus in twenty thirty and everyone else is gonna be fine. <laughs> oh yeah. There's just gonna be I, I I mean, yeah, part of me is like this is gonna sound so horrible. Part of me is like uh, you know, those that kind of run towards the fire first Mm -hmm. like let them Uh, (laughs) yeah that sounds so horrible no but we're all in that place of fatigue right now where that's how you're starting to feel yeah darwinism almost yeah like i mean yeah yeah. if you want to just ignore it then let shit run its course yeah yeah i so okay so properly too we gotta um let's see I meant to do um my homework but as i said i did smoke marijuana today because that's a new hobby i've taken up um, so we want to, yeah, we want to strike this down. No on 22. No on 22. They're trying to kind of roll back some of the stuff from AB5, which changed independent contractor laws. And the reason I wanted to talk about AB5 is because for like entertainment people, I know there was like a little bit of a shakeup and people were scared about AB5 affecting bookings um, okay. at clubs. Because AB5 says that if you are there's like three things that qualify you to be uh, an independent contractor. You have to like, basically they're not, the business doesn't tell you what to do. What you're doing is not part of the regular course of business. And then a third thing, which I'll look right now. So people got kind of freaked out because oh, the work, the worker is doing an independently established trade or occupation. So people got a little freaked out because the worker is performing work tasks that are outside the usual course of the company's business activities. Like that definitely people are worried it could be interpreted as like, yeah, if you're going to do a set at a comedy club, like it's a comedy club. So you might be technically considered an employee, but they're just not going to do that. So what I'm trying to say is like, don't worry about the legal fine print because I worked as a an independent contractor teaching yoga and Pilates mm-hmm. and they just got away with treating us as independent contractors. Even after AB5 came through, everybody freaked out. The owners of these Pilates studios and yoga studios went and talked to their bookkeepers and their lawyers. And basically, the state isn't going to come after these small businesses. And this proposition, we still want to 
we want to take it fucking down. We want to say no. We want to keep AB5 because we just need to like make just the tiniest little encroachment on these corporations and just like get a little more labor rights. We just need more labor rights. And don't worry about your comedy club bookings. They're not going to be affected by AB5. In the whole time I was working as a yoga and Pilates instructor, I only heard of one yoga studio actually getting getting taken down for like doing independent contract or like having their yoga teachers be independent contractors. Mm -hmm. And that's because they were embezzling money and they were like somebody tattled on them to the IRS. So as long as these places are like kind of keeping their books right, like no one is going to come for them, you know? Yeah. And I just like I just feel like it's really hard as an entertainer because you're like, I do want that little extra bit of cash and I'm worried about my money. But also like you are an artist, so you should be a socialist and you should care about labor rights. You know, don't become a a corporate shill. (laughs) That's my rant. And, um, you know, this is going to affect like Uber drivers and. Right. We don't even. Here's the thing is that Uber and Lyft and like DoorDash, they're threatening to leave if we don't. Like, we don't even know what's going to happen. If we are able to, like, take this little jab against them and keep AB5 intact and not let Prop 22 pass, that's no on 22. Um, If we can do that, we don't even know how they're going to react. I mean, this is like the it's going to increase our position and it's like it'll be a little bit unprecedented. Basically, I I think that the goal would be, you know, by voting no, like you said, you don't even know what's going to happen. I think it would kind of force them to, you know, provide a little more, um, little more for the the contractors as opposed to, you know, making them an employee. I imagine that uh, their the the money you'd be able to make would go down drastically. Right, and that's like that is the thing about it that it's hard because in the short term it does look so unattractive. In the short term, what people are saying is my money is being messed with. Mm -hmm. Also, there's sort of this weird kind of left progressive problem where it's like, oh, what are we fighting for the employers to provide health care? But that's really not even what we want because we want universal health care. So it's like, what advantages are there really? But the real advantage is just that this is progress for the labor movement and we'll fucking see how the corporations even react and what we can really take a hold of. Because if you aren't familiar with American politics, we basically have two right wing parties. There's just a liberal, a socially liberal right wing party and a socially conservative right wing party. And that's why we're in this fucking mess we are in now, because we don't have anybody on the left and we don't have any labor rights. I mean, if you're not familiar, you know, European countries get like 20-ish, most of them, we're in between like maybe 18 and 30 vacation days, you know? How many paid vacation days do you get if you even have a salaried job or a job that even gives you paid vacation days, you know? So we're just, you know, we're we're in a really bad spot and this would be a nice little, a little notch. And I, I, I totally understand, like, it's very scary for gig workers, but because of things like Facebook. I mean, my sister was just saying she's in Alameda. Like, there's someone that I think used to be a Lyft driver, and they're basically just, like, posting on, like, local boards, being like, hey, like, I'll run your, I'll do a grocery run for you, and here's what I'll charge. I mean, there's ways for you to... They're doing it, like, DIY pretty much. Totally, yeah. And, like, that kind of sort of community, like, yeah, just smaller, more community-based business running. Like, that's totally 
that's totally doable. You have mm-hmm. the connections to make money within your own circle. You have the connections and the and the outlets and the ways to, you know, again, no one is going to go and comb through Facebook and find that woman. And I mean, no, no. one's probably going to even make you report your Venmo transactions. Hopefully, knock on wood, that's like not something yeah. we have to worry about. So there's like <laughs> lots of ways to be to, to get through this stuff. Yeah, that's and that's what. Yeah, I mean, the the ease of access with you know, Uber, Lyft, Grubhub, all these things like that's what's going to, I think, you know, um, if they were to leave, yeah, it would just force everybody to do it, you know, DIY. And I, there would probably be something that would start up new, uh, you know, and kind of try to replace it, I imagine. But yeah, it's not fixing the problem like you're describing. And so there's also just there are cab companies where you live, like usually if if you just type in your area code and like all one number like all sevens or all twos like or all fives you'll just find a cap company eventually also like i've had uber drivers in santa cruz be like hey i'll give you like next time i go to the city like if you want a ride like i'll give you a ride to san francisco for 40 bucks which on the app would probably be like a hundred dollar ride but like if you just make connections with people i mean i even think it sounds like luxurious and insane and crazy but what about just hiring a driver for the night I mean, how much could that really cost to have someone drive you around while you bar hop with your friends, you know? Yeah, there's been plenty of times where I've like just hit up a homie like, hey, uh, can you come get us later? Like, yeah. are you going to be free to, or can you take me here? Like, I don't I don't want to spend $30 on an Uber because it's like my, you know, it's just from, you know, like my car's in the shop or something like that. Yeah, totally. And most of the time people they'll just give you a ride. They're like, don't worry about it. And you're like, no, I want to get, I want to make sure that, you know. Yeah. And the nice thing is you can Venmo people without them asking. I mean, you know, your friend can say no and you can still Venmo them a little bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. Take this, take this five bucks or whatever. Yeah, totally. It's, it's it's not a big deal. Um, Yeah. So vote no 22. Um, 22. And I've been, I've actually, we got our, my voter guide now. I've actually been trying to, cause I, I'm not informed, uh, on the local Oh yeah, there is one more I that be. I was like is interesting and also I can make a joke so it won't be so hard to handle 22. It's the one about, they're trying to roll back some, basically this proposition when I find it, it's going to make a shoplifting felony yeah so yeah yeah. oh yeah yeah because i shared it so right now if you shoplift it's a misdemeanor unless you shoplift more than 950 dollars, which is basically the difference between regular shoplifting and like a jewelry heist or like stealing from the apple store um it's a lot of shit yeah 950 dollars is like you couldn't you couldn't accidentally run up that tab you couldn't actually do that but now they're going to try and change it bring it down yeah it's prop 20 they're trying to bring it down to 250 which is like that's like shoplifting from Sephora. You could hit two fifty just easily in like five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, like or that's like you could you could steal that amount of groceries. I mean, I feel like it is very targeted and like where people are getting a little more stressed. And yeah, you could go shoplift like a, like a CVS. Are you kidding are me? Trying to steal booze like we were talking earlier. Yeah, you could take like a little bit of four booze or five and bottles and it adds up. Yeah, quickly. but now I have to read it again because I have to. Oh, requires persons convicted of specific misdemeanors to submit to collection of DNA samples for state database. And the thing that's crazy about this is that this is retroactive. They can go back in time and do this. Like, so if you have a a certain type of misdemeanor, I don't really know what they are, but if you're listening right now and you have a certain type of misdemeanor, you know, and this passes, the state of California could knock on your door and require you to submit your DNA, which is whatever. We don't like the main thing, which is the 250 to 950. So that would be no on 20 also. Yeah, we don't like that. 
I mean, because I just feel like we're getting to a point where we're going to start letting. I mean, I'm already someone that like doesn't care if I saw somebody stealing. So it's not I haven't been radicalized or changed. But like I could see getting to a point where it's like, yeah, grocery store workers, you work at a CVS and you see somebody stealing a bunch of stuff. You're just like, they probably don't have any money. Like, what do I care? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, yeah. Sorry that I'm sending the FBI to your house with all my... (laughs) (laughs) The main thing that I took away from what you were talking about right now is just the difference between a misdemeanor and a felony is pretty substantial. Yeah. And having a felony takes away a lot of your ability to to do things, to, like, get an apartment and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, like, I just hearing that, I'm like, I, I mean, I don't really think that shoplifting is a felony offense no right like i i've accidentally done it because it was of course yeah i was like at the self-checkout and i just forgot to scan something and put it in the bag and didn't even think about it until i got outside and then what are you supposed to do when you're putting are you supposed to go walk back in hey i didn't pay for this yeah are you kidding me they'd be so annoyed they're like what how i even they're like okay you got away with it what are you doing like (laughs) get the fuck out of here like (laughs) and so yeah i like i could totally like act like see it accidentally happening and you know that like yeah that can just ruin your whole rest of your like ability to do things in your life because you made a mistake or you know like say your kid steals something from an Apple store or something. Yeah, or like, like a that. Best Buy. That's yeah, two fifty is such a low threshold. It is. And like I don't I don't recommend shoplifting, but like I also think that yeah, it should be a little it should be a little less strict. I think that's a pretty harsh like uh consequence. You yeah. know, like um yeah, it'd be like yeah, that's to me it's like a, the equivalent of like getting banned from an open mic for bombing. Like it's like, <laughs> like they just go, yeah, you can never come back again. And you're like, right. no, this was like, but I just had a but, bad set. But like, I was in my head all day and I yeah. wasn't confident in my material. And yeah, I didn't mean to. Like I was, <laughs> yeah. It's just what suck. They're like, yeah, you can't come back ever again. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I agree. No one twenty, no one yeah. twenty two. There's uh, a cash bail one too, but hopefully you guys will figure it out. If you've listened this long and you st- aren't yelling at the, the. <laughs> yelling at these fucking psychopaths <laughs> oh my goodness we're like keep <laughs> we're cool with shoplifting we hate pets now <laughs> yeah yeah you can steal from the store just don't sleep with your dog <laughs> just don't sleep in the same bed as your dog you freak yeah what's wrong with you um no but where where can people i i think we should um we should wrap we should wrap yeah this yeah up, let's wrap it up where can people follow you like to check out your yeah. stuff i guess just um i mean just my regular instagram i also have a photo blog instagram and um it could use some love it's low tolerance consumer um because nice. i read that when i started smoking weed again i was like what kind of weed should i buy if i really can't smoke a lot of weed and the phrase that they use to describe that person is a, a low tolerance That's consumer. That's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. So I am That's definitely so a nice. low tolerance consumer. That's oh, my photo yeah. blog. And then also, um, if you really made it through this whole podcast, you probably could be my friend on Instagram. And it's just my name, Molly Steen, S-T-E-N-E. <laughs> awesome. Wow. <laughs> that was really fun. Thank you for yeah. coming over to do this today. Thanks for having me. I've never done like a full podcast like this. I hope I wasn't too annoying, but I also might never listen to it. So... <laughs> No, that was fun, and I yeah, I thought it was 
we had some good laughs and I, yeah. uh, we really agree on pets. That is like, what I'm taking <laughs> yeah, away from a this. Big takeaway. We both feel like, yeah, don't do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank you very much. for coming Thanks. <laughs>